Hello and welcome to episode two of Chats with Chuck, hosted by me, Chuck Rutberg. Chats with Chuck is a variety podcast I'm making for my senior capstone project at the Harley School. Today, my guest is my sister, Anna Rutberg, who is here to talk about college and family relationships. Hi, Anna. How are you doing today? I'm good, Charlie. So, first topic, you're a college student. Let's talk about academics. First of all, I should say, Anna's a student at Lafayette College out of Easton, Pennsylvania. She is a sophomore, and she graduated from Pittsburgh Sutherland High School, class of 2020. So let's talk academics. Anna, what's your major? I'm a psychology major with a minor in math or architectural studies. Okay, and why did you pick psychology? I think psychology is interesting and just to see how people think and how glimpse into how the brain works and how development happens. Okay, was there a certain class that really got you interested or that that's been your favorite class within psychology so far? I've only really taken two psych classes. The first one was just intro to psych, but the last one I took was uh, physiological psych, which I thought was very interesting, and it was kind of like neuroscience for psychology majors. So, so tell me cool. a bit about uh, what type of stuff you learned in <laughs> physiological psych. So that's like how like neurons like work and how messages spread throughout the brain and the body and like um sensory systems and yeah just uh learning and memory i don't know i learned a lot and now i know how i remember it so that's cool interesting interesting so has that been your favorite class that you've taken so far in college overall or is there something else yeah i liked that class it was probably one of my most challenging classes i've had um i took a class uh, last spring called Basic Social Questions, which was a philosophy class. And in that class, we watched The Good Place, an episode per class, and then our curriculum followed along which each episode. So I really liked that class. So does that mean that, say, when uh, Chidi was talking about a specific philosopher, you would then go and read that philosopher? Yeah. And did you think that watching The Good Place helped you learn? So you think it was a cool teaching tool yeah I think it like you could relate to what you were learning with like real world stuff almost like stuff you're watching Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense all right and okay let's talk a bit about kind of your academic transition between high school and college as you know as some of my listeners know I'm a senior in high school. I do not know where I'm going to college yet, but I know I'm going to college next year. I have gotten into one school, so I'm guaranteed to go to college next year, uh, SUNY Binghamton, but uh, certainly not not my goal. Anyway, so let's talk about what what were your, uh, would you say that you had an academically challenging high school career? Uh, Yeah, I feel like my high school was a little competitive almost. Lots of very smart people there. Um, yeah, I tried my best in high school. It was hard, it was fun, but, you know, the ending wasn't what I was hoping for. So, yeah. Did you take a lot of APs, honors classes? Yeah, I took mostly, I took a lot of honors, some APs. Didn't do great on the exams, but, like, that doesn't really matter for college. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, and so how, what, how would you characterize the transition between high school and college academically? Academically? Well, my first college semester was all on Zoom, and I was home. So I didn't really have anything. I got a job. But, like, besides that, I just was able to focus on academics. But it was, like, definitely a different environment than college than I would have been in. Um, so it was a little more challenge. I mean, the classes weren't as challenging as the ones I've taken more recently, but it was just hard because you didn't know anyone in the classes to, like, uh, study with or help on homework, and it was just harder to, like, find resources because everything was online, and you didn't want to be staring at a computer all day doing work. So, yeah. So would you say that being on Zoom was detrimental to your transition? No, I wouldn't say detrimental. It was just, like, not as I expected college to go. Um, I mean, some parts were easier, like test-taking was nice. You could turn your camera off in class. And then when you got to college, second semester or freshman year, was there anything that was really surprising academically that you didn't really get when you were online? Well, taking tests without any cheating options was harder um <laughs> you, you were cheating at first no I wasn't cheating there like it was just open notes when it was on zoom so mm-hmm. like that um um I don't think it was too much harder it was just harder to like balance like doing classes and other activities which there weren't much of on campus but like socializing and stuff too I would say that was a little harder Mm-hmm. And overall, would you say that your academic classes have been more interesting in college than they were in high school? Yeah, definitely. I think like there's definitely more of a variety of classes and you don't have to follow a certain curriculum like you do in high school. Um, and I think like professors have more flexibility on what they want to teach and the style in which they teach it, which I've had a lot of different teaching styles. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like, yeah, I really, I've been taking a variety of classes, which I've liked. Okay, let's transition a bit away from academics here and talk some about sports. So you played sports in high school, yes? Correct. Which sports did you play? I played field hockey um, and indoor track and outdoor track. And what what type of events did you do in track? Um, I did pole vault, yeah. Impressive, impressive. <laughs> and okay, and how would the how do these sports translate to college for you, if at all? Um, well, I don't play sports in college, but I have missed like being active and like being out on the field and like that adrenaline rush that you get playing a sport. Don't miss track that much, but I miss playing like a sport. Um, so I have been going to the gym just to like stay active. Joined club field hockey, which isn't that organized so it's not the same but it's nice to just like keep up with my skills a little and have the chance to play again but yeah I have missed sports are you hoping to help revitalize the club field hockey program yeah we'll see maybe next year it will be better with new people but because of COVID people have gotten lazy with joining clubs and attending clubs so I heard the field hockey team before COVID 
was like more active and now there's like less than 10 people who go so so hopefully that can change over time yeah that a field hockey team puts 11 players on the field <laughs> so your school has sports they're division one right mm-hmm. do you know what conference they play in uh patriot league patriot league all right and have do you go to a lot of school sports um i've been to a couple football games yeah I keep like I watch like the scores and stuff online, but I I would like to go to some basketball games, but yeah. And so so football's been your favorite sport to go watch then. Yeah, I mean it's just been like the opportunities I've had to go watch a sport. I know you've told me in the past about rivalry week at Lafayette. Can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so Lafayette's big rival is Lehigh, which is like twenty minutes away from the school. And it's the most ri- most fo- most rivalry football games played in collegiate football. Um, so the whole week. Do you week, happen to know how many na- how many? I games think it was is? like we can look that one forty six, one forty seven, or something. Um, but yeah, the whole week leading up to the big football game is rivalry week, and there's a bunch of activities. They give out t-shirts. There's like t-shirts. There's like cookie decorating stuff, like karaoke games, like all this stuff, which is really fun and like brings excitement to the game. Yeah. So the, uh, the rivalry has been played 157 times mm-hmm. since 1884 and was interrupted only once in 1896. Correct. So that that's quite impressive. Um, it's a great school tradition. So you had a lot of fun during Rivalry Week? Yeah, it's, it's lots of fun. And who won this year? Lehigh. Was it close? We won last year, though. Um, no, it wasn't close. Well, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk a bit about campus life. Are you in Greek life? Yes. Sorority? Eight. Yep, Alpha Gamma Delta. And... When did you join? Um, I joined in September. So you pledged in September as a sophomore. So it's sophomore rush, correct? Yeah. For everyone, or delayed rush for yeah, everyone? Yeah, delayed rush. Okay. And can you tell me a bit about like what your experience joining Greek Life was like, starting from like ground zero or, or point point blank when you began? Yeah. Looking? So I decided to join Greek Life because. It was really hard to like socialize and find people last year, so I just wanted to meet more people from different classes and just to, like have more stuff to do. Um, so Rush started like the fourth day of classes, and it lasted three days. Um, and basically, you go to all the houses the first night and talk to the girls, and that was like very overwhelming and a lot and then the next two nights you get invited back to certain houses and you have more conversations deeper conversations and then the last day is bid day where you get your bids and then once you get your bids you run out to the quad and the whole uh chapter is waiting for you and cheering and screaming and you run up to them and then once everyone's there you run to your sorority house and yeah then you have a little party on the lawn and it's fun does everyone is each uh student only getting one bid yeah you can only get one bid okay 
So, so you had a party on the lawn. Keep going. Tell, tell me about what pledge was like, pledging was like. Well, mine was a little different, COVID again. So pledging, it's like um, you just have to like be at the house a lot. And like um, it was a little hard because you also had school and you were doing all this sorority stuff. But then everyone got COVID, so it got like canceled for like two weeks and then once everyone came back it started back up again and it wasn't as like um intense because the school didn't like it um yeah and then you were got initiated which was like this whole ceremony kind of very culty greek life is extremely culty tell me what was culty about it well you walk so the rest of the chapter is like staring at you and your pledge class walks around in circles in this room and you like go up like to different people and they like say something about the sorority and then you have to like repeat stuff back it's just a very weird experience and you have to like be there was it dark no but Uh. like you're all wearing white and like people are in robes interesting yeah so it's funny though i was laughing you were laughing yeah i almost tripped too so that would have been funny (laughs) so so you've enjoyed greek life yeah, everyone's really nice. It's been fun. Can you tell me about, like, maybe your most interesting experience in Greek life or a fun story that you've had? Yeah, uh, this is kind con- So, one of the nights when we were pledging, we had to do this scavenger hunt around campus, and it was, like, late, like, 10, 11 o'clock, and we split into groups of three, and one of the tasks... So, there's this, like, freshman dorm. It's called Roof. I was in it my freshman year and there's this giant stairwell with like the hole in the middle that like people like throw like stuff down there it's like six stories high and people have thrown like couches down there and like big stuff and so one of the things on the scavenger hunt was to throw something down they call it the pit the pit of roof so my group we got I was like oh let's throw like a stick there this girl picked up this giant branch and we ran up the stairs of roof and threw it down and it made a huge mess and we felt so bad and like no one knew it was us because we weren't in the dorm and we just like ran out and then um the RAs like got really mad and they thought it was those freshmen in the dorm and they like had a whole meeting about it I think and then there was like one day and I overheard these like two freshmen they were like I think it was the AGD girls that did it like I know it was them and I was like yeah I think everyone else everyone like eventually found out who it was I don't think they know the specific people that did it but yeah that's funny so that mess was it was indoors yeah and then I felt so bad for the custodians who had to clean it up yeah yeah I've been there you make a big funny mess but yeah then you someone's got to go clean it up yeah I felt bad it was funny in the moment, but I'm, I'm sure it was really funny. So tell me, so you had to did you go up on the roof of this place? No, it, no, no, just the, just the top floor. Yeah, the top story. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, moving past Greek life a bit, let's talk about how's like the food and living situation at Lafayette. Um, I mean, all college food isn't great. So there's two dining halls, so there's a little bit of a variety. One is like. People argue which one is better. One has a crepe guy who makes crepes every day, which I still haven't tried yet, but I want uh, to try excuse it. Excuse me. You it's love the crepes, it's don't the you? further one from my dorm, oh. so I actually have to like walk farther. Um, 
but yeah, the food's like fine. You get tired of it by the end of the semester. Um, the dorms, not the nicest dorms. Um, last year I had a walk-in closet, which was fun. Um, this year my room is smaller and my roommate from the fall semester went abroad for the spring. So I just found out I have a room, new roommate, even though I'm going to school Monday, Sunday. So it's in like two days, but that's kind of too bad. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It could be really good, so you don't know. Yeah, you never know. It, do you know her name or anything about her? Yeah, yeah. Good. You've, you've spoken to her? Yeah. All right. Let's move on a bit from college. It's related to college, in a sense. Let's talk about family. Anna, how would you say that your relationships with family members have changed since you went to college? Um. Well, you know... When everyone was in quarantine, we spent a lot of time in the house. Lots. Lots of very little too much time there. So I was ready to, like, take a break, get away from the fam. Um, But once I got to college and uh, as time progressed through the semester, I really missed my family and missed being home, missed home-cooked meals. Um, Yeah, called my parents parents like every other day I'm like you learn in college to be more independent but there's just some stuff that I needed like reassurance on so I would just like text my mom like really stupid questions like how to do this or like what is this for um and then you Charlie um uh for the record only my family my immediate family members are allowed to call me Charlie yeah. No one listening to this podcast should take that as an example. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah, so this fall, we talked a lot more because in the spring, I think you only called me once on my birthday. Um, <laughs> at like 6 o'clock. I did, I, was, yeah, I did call you on yours. Oh, okay. But I called, I initiated the call. Okay. Um, this semester, you called me a lot, texted me more, so that was nice. I mean, we did spend part some of the summer together, but I really haven't seen you that much in like year and a half a year. I think our relationship changed a lot this summer. I think we got closer at camp yeah, for the three weeks there. Yeah, but we spent a lot of time together. We did. And that shared experience of being staff and working at camp is it brings people together. I, I made I got closer with a lot of people this summer. People that I wasn't really friends with much in the past. We'll yeah. another topic yeah Yeah. that so one more question about family do you enjoy your time with family a little more now that you have less of it yeah like my last few days at home I've been trying to spend more time with my family whether that's doing crossword puzzles (laughs) with our dad or playing Rubik's Cube a thousand times you're pretty good I am good at and you know what they said that um, you're not as good as me. So, Rummy Q. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, bad at Rummy Q. Yeah. You're good at. What, do you remember Acuity? Yeah, there, I've never lost that game. There, yeah, there's this game called Acuity. It's a side note. You take it's these squares. You have these squares with four different symbols on them. Each uh, symbol has its own color, and there you have a bunch of these squares with different or uh, different combinations of the symbols, and then you lay them out in a grid. And you then pick out a square 
from a pile from the extra squares and you try and match it to uh, a spot that connects two or four squares on the grid and shares that pattern. And we used to play this game as a family and we had to stop playing because Anna over here won almost every single I don't think tile. I ever lost. You would lose individual tiles, but you always had the biggest yeah, tile. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't played in a while. We to, it's not fun. <laughs> well, you don't even like playing games. like. I like er, code names. Kind well, of. When, when Dad yeah, code names, if you've ever not played code names, you should play code, code names. Code names is a great game. You can probably make it It's yourself. a good family game. It is a good family game. Um, it, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to, I guess... Uh, We'll call it a bit of a bonus topic for today. I don't know if everyone in the audience cares that much about this, but we're going to talk about Camp Seneca Lake because Anna and I both love camp, right? Anna, how long have you been going to camp? Uh, since I was eight. Since you were eight, your first year was 2010, correct? Correct. I've been going to camp since 2012, full summer since 2013. I've been at camp in some capacity every summer besides 2020. Um, and again, besides last summer in 2020, it's been for the entire summer since 2013. Camp's a very special place to both of us. Anna, you work at camp now, correct? Yeah, I've worked there past, for two summers. Two summers, but you've been planning to work there for the past three. Right, right. This is, this past summer, I was a CIT at camp for three weeks. Myself and a bunch of my camp friends, along with some other kids, traveled to Israel for three weeks. In July, we came home, and the next day, we were, a bunch of us were back at camp as counselors in training, which was a really interesting experience. Uh, my campers were two years younger than me. I'm a senior in high school. They are sophomores. It was a little weird, but it was fun. Anna, tell me about your CIT experience. Um, I really liked it. I had the best CIT director. Shout out to Jake Henning. <laughs> um, Mine was pretty good too. Yeah, so I definitely learned a ton. Um, I gained, I grew as a person there, but like last summer I like blossomed as a person, grew a lot. In what way? Gained way more confidence. Um, I realized how much I loved working with children and I became a leader like to the children and to the other staff I felt um yeah so I'm super excited to go back this summer it's weird because my friends and like my camp friends and I joke that like all our like people we know are getting internships and we're like yeah we're going to summer camp this summer but it's um but it's it's like I wouldn't want to do anything else it's like such a great experience okay and you have a leadership role this summer, correct? Uh, yeah. Tell me about uh, it. Uh, so for each like village, which is like the age groups separated by boys and girls, and which um, one do you work in? I I work in the younger girls called Anandaga. So for each age group, there's like a unit head, which is like the supervisor, um, and so I'll be the assistant unit head for Anandaga. So I'm excited about that. Um. Maybe I'll, hopefully I'll like get other, like do other stuff throughout camp too. And some of your responsibilities will include being unit head when the unit head isn't around, helping to organize the village, plan events, uh, really all sorts of things that you're going to get to do and really uh, get to grow as a leader, which I think is really exciting. This summer I will be a counselor. I don't know what village I will be in, but I do have a good feeling that I will be back with the older boys 
uh, who I greatly enjoy being a CIT for. What's your favorite part about CSL? My favorite part about CSL, it's it's my friends. We talk about this that I don't think any of us would continue going to camp if it weren't for each other. I do love working with the kids. I, uh, you know, I, I I do love camp and what it does for people. But really, like those are some of my closest friends in the world, and I don't live near a lot of them. So when we're all together at camp, it's really special, and it's. It, it's important to me that I get that time with them. Do you yeah. feel similarly? Yeah, I'm the same way. My camp friends are probably like my closest friends and I wouldn't go to camp if they weren't there. And I feel like I can't imagine like one of us not going exactly. to camp besides people who haven't been like part people in our friend group who haven't been staffed before, which I love them too. Um, Except someone's coming back this year. Yeah. So. Naomi, Naomi, love you. Um, Shout out, Naomi. <laughs> but yeah, like we're already planning to live together after college and travel together. So, yeah. That's all exciting. So, Anna, thank you for joining the podcast. It's been a great episode. We covered a lot. I want to thank you for your input and all the interesting things you had to say about the topics and for being really open with me. So that is a wrap on this episode of Chats with Chuck. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. And I'll be back at you with another episode, maybe as soon as next week.